All right, everybody. Welcome back to Doken Wen. I am your host, Hayden. How are you all doing today? Hope you're doing good, especially after our last episode of Doken Wen, which we had two very cool guests on here. Adam, Kyle, thank you so much for being on here. It was really, it was a really fun one, honestly. A lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. But um, today's a very special episode, and I mean special, and you can't see it, but I have probably the like the biggest Grinch grin right now. I am not joined by people that you all know, well, maybe not know, at least people that are familiar on the podcast, Will, Dale, you all, you all suck compared to these guys. I'm joined today by Dragon Ball Super Dope. Take it away, guys. That's right, we brought our own goddamn theme music. Hey. Wasn't my idea, but you know what? I just rolled with it. My name is Kyle, and he's GB. Uh, hey, if you like Dragon Ball, that's cool. You probably <laughs> do if you listen to this podcast, Doke on One. Thank you for having us, man. Uh, but yeah, check out our podcast, Dragon Ball Super Dope. I'm gonna lower this shit down now. <laughs> oh, God. Man, already, not even three minutes in, and I already feel... I feel pathetic. I feel obsolete compared to this. God damn. Dude, it's just my phone, a SoundCloud song, and me being a dummy. So, you know, don't feel like you're outmatched in a battle of wits or something, because that ain't it. I don't have an intro. That's what I mean. I don't have an intro theme song. That's why I feel just less. Oh, dude, do yourself a favor. Find a song. Feel like you're uh, getting ready to walk into a fucking wrestling ring. <laughs> That was my entrance music just now. Also, GB, my uh, partner on the manga review chapters that we do each and every month for the Super Dope feed. Uh, GB from the NPC podcast. Hey, man. Hello. I'm also known as Dispo, and Kyle is also known as Farmer with a Shotgun because he lives on a farm. Same! Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Oddly, I live on a farm uh, with my Portuguese grandparents right now. How big is your farm? And Picture your farm. How many acres? We got like 10 acres, but we only use two of it. Oh, the okay. other eight is undeveloped. Okay, that's a little bit of difference between our farms. Yeah, I can imagine you're in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, we got about we got we have 350 acres. Oh, god wow. damn! I won the electoral college. The fuck? I won <laughs> something. Yay! Shit, man, 350. That's that's bananas. Well, good for you, man. He's got a slight tree 50. Yeah, a tree fifty acres, that's a lot, man. But uh cool. Well, I'm glad to learn that about you. Interesting Dokon Wen fact. Yeah. Big ass farms. Cool. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining on Dokon Wen. It honestly means a lot to have, you know, other people out here that know Dragon Ball that I don't know to come join in and just have fun in this hour or however long this is. I'm gonna maybe hour and a half. Who knows, dude? Fuck it. So Tell me a little bit, um, I'll actually ask both of you this before we go into our thing. Kyle, tell me a little, you said manga review, but tell me a little more about your podcast. Is it just manga review? I've seen a little bit of it. Is that all there is, or? No, we're, we're all over the place. So we uh, just celebrated four years in the month of August. We started in uh, the summer of 2017. Uh, mainly it's just a project to kind of teach me how to make a podcast. I was interested in learning how to do that. And I had a group of friends that were sitting around watching Dragon Ball each week, and we'd all talk shit about it afterwards and you know theorize and all that stuff and uh, i figured it would be a good test to uh, learn how to podcast so i uh, learned how to edit how to distribute stuff and we found a cool niche little audience 
So uh, we started on episode 102 of Dragon Ball Super. If you know the series, it ends at episode 131. So we ran out of shit to cover very quickly. Uh, since then, we've done a myriad of thing, uh, myriad of shit. Uh, it's been like we did dub reviews after the fact. We've kept up with the manga month to month. Uh, we've done, you know, like spoilers, uh, reveal stuff for the drafts each month. Like it's kind of like a mix of you know Dragon Ball news, but we we also do like some deep dive into Dragon Ball subjects now as well. We're doing all of the Dragon Ball movies right now in order. Hmm. Uh, the next episode that should be out for us for that, I think, will be. The world's strongest, uh, the Dr. Wheelo movie. Did that one with my buddy Aunt Grimulia from CBR.com. But uh yeah, man, just mostly if it's about Dragon Ball, we'll talk about it, uh, so long as we can speak knowledgeably to it. And Dokkan is one of those things that GB plays religiously. I used to play it a lot a few years back, uh, but it's something I don't feel comfortable talking about on my show because I don't know shit about the game anymore. So I thought it was interesting that you guys have a whole show dedicated to the game. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm being honest, as much as I love this game, I'm amazed this has lasted. You said four years. Congratulations on hitting four years. That's a very big thing, especially because I hear some podcasts die out within like three or four months of release. Yeah, 30 episodes is usually the make or break point. So this it was, Super Dope was good for me because I like I now produce podcasts for other businesses and stuff like that. And nice. learned how to do all of that stuff while making Dragon Ball content. But uh, usually 30 episodes. If you can make it past 30 episodes, you've got a good chance at uh, continuing on with the grind. But a lot of people start podcasts and they're like, man, I'm not Joe Rogan yet. This sucks. <laughs> I'm working so hard. This this is awful. You know what? I can under- I'm going to be talking to my mom teaches uh, uh, computer classes and she's wanting me to go t- talk in front of the class and tell these kids. She has no faith in my podcast. Wanting me to go tell these kids that giving up on school to do podcasting and youtubing stuff is a bit of a waste of time and i was like wow mom thanks for the vote of confidence wait a minute so she wants you to go in as like a real life example as to what not to do after they get out of high school basically i i I think so (laughs) i think that's honestly what it is your mom's a savage dude that's so funny I don't. She doesn't mean it like that, but that's the way that it can be interpreted. She knows because we're at least right now on Spotify, we're getting to the point where we can actually start to monetize it, and it's not a lot of stuff, and that's why. It's because I'm actually living through the stuff, and I can say the highs, the lows of it all. That's good, dude. I, uh, I don't know. I don't think much about monetization, honestly, uh, in terms of how Dragon Ball Super Dope works, because who the fuck wants to buy ads on our show? We are a little too... Um, what's the word? Unfiltered, baby. <laughs> Have you ever heard dungeons? <laughs> Have you ever heard the pod? You, you know what? I'm gonna actually ask this, but I feel like we're cutting off GB. Uh, GB, I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking a lot, dude. Fucking talk some more, GB. Help me. <laughs> talk, 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 talk. All right, talk, talk, GB. Talk. He said you were part of another podcast called the NPC Podcast. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that too, please? Yeah, so I am part of this uh, podcast. It's actually the first podcast I was ever on. Um, called the non-player character podcast or the mpc podcast for short we had our original host paul um then joined also is his girlfriend katie uh she's pretty much a destiny 2 main um then we have dan who we like to call our money man he's the guy who's like you know what the root is money 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 and then we have kent who's an aspiring i think graphic designer if i remember correctly and then uh of course you have me uh and I, I pretty much just play a bunch of things. <laughs> uh, it's Legends of the Nerd at Heart. But um, we also have another guy named Jeremy 
And we do have some special guests come on every once in a while. And we just talk about the gaming world, gaming news, about um, things that are to come, things that we'd like to come. It's a really cool podcast. Uh, we've been doing that for a couple of years now, too. I think probably around the same time that Kyle started his podcasting. Um, but Paul's been basically a sound guy for most of his life. He knows about what um, what's good sound, what's not good sound, how to change these things, how to make it better. And uh, it's a really good time and a great way to stay in shape. That sounds... I fucking knew you were going to end it like that, dude. I was thinking that the entire time. I'm like, yeah, it's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> that actually sounds really cool. Like, honestly, before we started Doke and Wen, my buddies and I were actually wanting to do some little podcast about games. But the problem was our di- we play such diversity in the stuff, and we can't have the full conversations. So take me. I'm the one who'll spend 300 hours on a story game. I just put uh, 280 hours in Final Fantasy X, 100 it. A lot of time in it. But and then you have my other one who go play Overwatch and that's all he'll play and the other one will play Ark or the Forest and stuff like that. So we couldn't come up with a good connection between the three of it. <laughs> I think you let uh, your lack of uh, congruity between your interests be your strength. Congruity is that the fucking word? Either way, you say we're a great show because none of our shit makes sense and look at all of our varied interests and we're gonna talk about them all. Welcome to Token Win. <laughs> is that what the show is you guys start up you guys come in with the, the guys of a dragon ball dokkan battle podcast and then it's like actually let me tell you about final fantasy 10 okay let me tell you one one of our most recent episodes it was dale and i he's one of the big three we actually spent and like wanted to talk about our best memories and then like halfway through it we devolved into talking about herms do you guys know what herms are herms 98 on twitter no herm like an actual uh um sculpture a herm oh no idea oh it yeah like I, I listened to the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> hey kyle why don't you look up a herm for me really quick just so you can kind of see what it goes on h-e-r-m-e huh you may or may not be disappointed i don't know <laughs> yo is this guy got a dick and no arms <laughs> <laughs> yep welcome to Doken when nothing makes sense unless we know what we're talking about and we just Sometimes talk. Jesus Christ. It's a head and then like a slab of, I don't know, granite or something. And then there's a little dick <laughs> and no arms. Yep. Why do they all have dicks on them? There's a Buddha one? Jesus Christ, man. I don't like this. I don't think I don't I'm like a... this at all. Why'd you tell me to do this? I'm going to be getting weird targeted ads now. Kyle's never going to be coming back on Doken Win ever again. Oh, man. This is going to be so sad. My only, my only real guest and I just immediately ran him off. Yeah, man. There's All too right. many dicks around here. <laughs> All right, so I would love, I mean, we can talk for a little while, but I actually have a little bit of a get, get to know you guys just because it's just not a Doken when or Doken who. I'm going to call this Doken whom in all technicality because we're going to have conversation along with getting to know you guys. Wait, wait a minute, whom? Like, whom? With an M? With an M. Oh. I bust is a Doken right. hoon, but Doken hoon just sounds like some like sex move. It sounds like you're taking the word whore and poon and putting them together. Yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll start off very simple. Kyle said you played Doken years ago, and GB, you do play. But what got you guys into Doken? I guess we can start off with uh, GB. GB, what got you into Doken? Uh, what got me into Doken, actually, was a bunch of my friends. So I was in college. I uh, still am, but... Um, I was at community college and my friends are like, Hey, yo, there's this new game that we're all playing. You should try it out. I'm like, 
sure what is it it's like dragon ball z dokkan battle or Dokkan battle <laughs> and i was like <laughs> okay um sounds interesting and the funny thing is which i think will surprise both of you i never was really into dragon ball that much at that time interesting the fuck and, you say? Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much the mobile game got me into dragon ball so i started playing it and i remember it was actually during the banner where physical vegeto blue and agl goku black were first introduced to the global side and i was like oh these guys look cool and i remember i just summoned i was like you know i really want agl goku black because he looks so cool and i know it's goku i didn't really know the whole story and then i got like not one because again y'all will know the rates at that time that rate was like super trash Mm -hmm. i got two physical vegetos in the same multi and then later on i was like i don't know if this game is for me so i deleted it (laughs) i don't understand why you would do something like that but then you obviously came back to the game right yeah yeah it was like maybe a couple months later i was on summer break and i was like you know what i should watch more dragon ball because i haven't really watched it so i started watching from dragon ball z and then I continued on. I was watching Team Four Star at the time too, so I was like, you know, this is a time where I can actually understand it and really get to like feel like what I should feel. And it was an amazing trip. And I started playing Dokkan Battle as well while watching it because I was listening to the dub, and uh, the dub was pretty good, I'll say. And of course, now I've been watching more of the sub for everything, and I love the sub. Okay. At least that's. I was honestly really afraid. Like one of our guys said, he got it by accident. He was trying to find a different Dragon Ball game and found it. And so I was really. I'm always afraid. Someone's be like, eh, "I downloaded it one day. I was bored." But hey, um, with peer pressure, I guess is the right way to phrase it, right? He got peer pressured into Doken. Yeah, man. Sounds like he did. Good for you, uh, GB. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm like genuinely surprised to learn that you didn't like Dragon Ball previous to trying that game. Then you tried the game, didn't even like the fucking game. And then several months later, you were like, actually, let me try that anime that I never watched again from that game that I didn't like. Oh, shit. And I'm going to download the game again. <laughs> I don't know. It's a very suspect story is all I'm saying. Uh, the, well, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just more of the fact that um, my mother, uh, she was like, I don't want you watching Dragon Ball because I guess she thought it was too violent at the time. <laughs> And I'd say the biggest thing I remember, and I remember as a kid watching this, and I was like, oh, my mom's going to kill me. <laughs> but I remember watching one episode. It came on, and I said I accidentally watched it, which, of course, my mom knew. She's like, no, you didn't. You watched it. <laughs> and um, it was the famous scene where Krillin bl- blew up. Oh. And, and then all of a sudden, like, Goku's like screaming and shit, and your mom busts in the room, and she's like, "What's what's that guy screaming about? Tell him to stop it. It's very loud." <laughs> well, luckily she wasn't there at the time, but I remember I, <laughs> I had to go on the phone and talk to my dad because we I, we were visiting family far away, and I my dad called and I was like, "Dad, I'm sorry." He's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I watched Dragon Ball on accident." He's like, "It's okay." <laughs> I'm now just watched it on accident. I'm now just imagining that whole thing of him saying, why is he screaming? Tell him to stop. She goes and just taps on the TV, quit screaming, and Goku just stops screaming mid-transformation. It doesn't even transform. 
Don't like, make uh, me I'm turn sorry. the volume down on you, Goku. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Like, I'm sorry, you seem strong. Hey, what's your power level? <laughs> Back when power levels Gary. meant something in the story. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Power levels are bullshit. How about you, Kyle? You said you played for a little bit. Granted, you haven't played for a little while, but do you remember what got you into Doken? I think I saw... I mean, I've been into Dragon Ball my pretty much my whole life. Like, six, seven years old, I found Dragon Ball very young. I've always been a pretty hardcore fan. Uh, I think I first found out about it from, like, a Facebook-sponsored ad, maybe. <laughs> um, if not that, then I I'm in, like, a bunch of different Dragon Ball, like, collector groups, uh, things like that. People who trade, like, figures and uh, old video games, shit like that. So it could have been one of those two things, like, one of those groups. Somebody mentioned it in there, and I checked it out. Or a Facebook thing, I saw that, and I checked it out from there. But, uh, yeah, I played... I want to say for the better part of like three years, um, I I sh sent you guys screenshots of my box the other day. I just redownloaded it and I I guess I kind of fell off because I don't know. It, it seemed like either uh, my teams were too OP to do anything that was like fun, you know, like I would able to just like win events because they didn't have like some of these big, huge boss nodes that they've got going on now that you talked yeah. to me about the other day. So it was it was probably around the same time that those started to come into the game. Uh, all the other shit was really easy. And then those like I think they're called easy A's or something like that. Um, those guys came in and were just punishingly hard and just like eating dragon stones like all day, every day. And I'm like, dude, fuck this game. It's either boring or it's punishing. Like this isn't a good time. And I stopped. OK, I, I can agree. Oh, I'm <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I cut you off. I'm saying I can agree to the aspect of it. We had one of our guys, Dale, actually did that for a while. He stopped playing it because back in the olden days, you said, I'm assuming you probably started close to the beginning, so right around year two, he got, before year two, he got too tired of the easiness of the game. And Yeah. I mean, I don't know what kind of ranks you guys have. Like, what's, a, what's like a, a really high rank? <laughs> I think... Like, right now in the whole Discord, I think I'm the highest at, like, almost 630. Jesus Christ. Jeez. I'm a 215 on this account. I have it in my, uh, in my hands right now looking through it. I'm, I'm doing some link leveling right now, so I, actually, I think I'm, like, 227, I think is my... Not 227. 627 is my actual rank. Jesus Christ, man. I don't know what link leveling is. It sounds like a whole different thing, but um, I... I got off of Dokkan and moved on to Marvel Strike Force and now I'm very addicted to that game a game that I also hate a lot of the time but also is genuinely fun and uh has like a good alliance feature to the game so you can kind of you know build a team and I've become friends with a lot of the guys I've played with over the last couple of years and uh the community aspect does keep me invested a little bit more than a game like Dokkan would have like I feel like Dokkan's uh, biggest like community building aspect was like add good players who have good leader skills for you to use when you go to do events or whatever. <laughs> like that was it. Um, Marvel Strike Force has kept me very invested in uh, other people, unfortunately, because we're a team. But um, it has been fun. Like like I just did a bunch of summons with you guys on Discord the other night, and I feel like I pissed off i forgot who was in the room with us but i pissed somebody off with some of my summons yeah. uh got pretty lucky oh he remembers you he remembered he ticked you off <laughs> yeah i didn't mean to man 
I, I mean, assuming he listens to the podcast, I mean, I got 268 Dragonstones. Maybe we could do a couple summons at some point just to see if I can piss Ghost off again. You know what? I'd be fine with that. I enjoy hearing that. There's a meme that we have. Um, GB, you'll know this because do- he knows how units dodge. But there's a meme in our Discord that I steal people's dodge and Ghost is the primary person. His units that have the ability, like the 70% chance to dodge, never dodge. And my units that have like 2% always dodge and it ticks everybody off. It pisses people off. Sounds like you're really lucky. (laughs) You have have no idea. I've literally, I once had a group of like five people in here doing that hard event, that god event you were doing. And all of them were sitting there with their 70% kings that could dodge, and none of them dodged. I'm sitting there with 8% and 70% or 50%, not a single one of them got hit. And I just hear, what the fuck? And then they just leave. And Is it because you built out your characters? Like, I forget what they call the, how do you, like, when you assign, like, other skills to them? like Oh, hidden potential. Hit. Yeah, hidden potential. That's what it's called exactly. Is it because you built the characters through hidden potential to be able to dodge more? Um, only not truly. These ones that like the seventies and fifties are natural. That just kept doing this in their unit. There was one of my added eight percent too, just because I needed to get a mission done, and it just pissed people off that eight dodged more than their seventy percent. Motherfucker, stop being so GD lucky. <laughs> You could be sweary. I don't care. No, I say GD all the time because uh, I can't help myself. I watch The Office a lot. Michael Scott <laughs> lets out an occasional GD, and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and now I've adopted it into my vernacular. So, oh. GD it is. All right, fair. I thought you were saying that. At first, it sounded like you said GB, so it's like, well, GBU and all that and all that. It's like, wow. <laughs> GD, GB. Can you tell the difference? Not. Nah. Really, when I say it like that, Discord is strange sometimes. Can't it always is. hear shit. It is. All right. And so, this next one, I'm going to bounce back. We're going to start off with Kyle. Is uh, GB, do you watch movies with Kyle or is that a separate entity? Um, I actually haven't watched or happened to get to any of the movies with Kyle, but um, I've been mean to. <laughs> well, I've, mean I, to I've got you down for one, don't I? Yeah, you do. I just. Don't know which day, and if so, I would be down to do it still. Yeah, no, I mean, I was going to make you do it either way, but uh, <laughs> so there's 20 Dragon Ball movies I've recorded for the first five. I know that Vape and Mike Norm, who no longer vapes, so just Norm the Storm. Norman has got the next one, which is the Tree of Might. I know Reese has got Lord Slug, or is it Reese? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I got it written down on a piece of paper somewhere. Uh, we will be doing at least one of the movies, maybe two of the movies together. Um, but we also do like watch alongs in our discord as well, like certain chunks of the anime and uh, a movie every now and again. We were doing them on Saturdays. I think we're moving it to Wednesdays at some point in the next few weeks. But uh, yeah. Oh, okay. We uh, watch movies together. Or we will watch movies together very soon. 625. That's what my rank is. Uh, my question was, um, so if you would have both had watched, since you watched movies, what has been... Uh, I'm assuming you've seen all the Dragon Ball movies, Kyle? Uh, yes, sir. What would you say is your favorite Dragon Ball movie? Wrath of the Dragon. Any particular reason? Because it's... Uh, I love Trunks. Uh, I love future Trunks more than little kid Trunks, but the idea of little kid Trunks getting his sword 
even though you know it makes literally no sense as to why little kid trunks gets the sword from this timeline and then grows up to be future trunks with the sword makes no sense but uh that movie's really cool i like the uh dynamic of everyone's involved as well it's like a group effort it's not just like a goku vegeta show kind of deal uh but the choreography and fight dynamics of dragon ball z fighters versus like kaiju size godzilla level shit uh makes for some interesting visuals uh really good reveals really beautiful animation in that one hoy is a weird stupid goofy villain and i love him and it's got the most iconic dragon ball jingle in the world in my opinion with the uh tapion ocarina uh song yeah that's um, i no matter i've heard people who hate on the movie but cannot hate on the tapion or goku's dragon fist they like that final bit yeah hell yeah if i mean what is there to not like about that movie like they pull a dragon ball out of a lion's mouth that's funny uh gohan is relevant oh is that why they hate it because gohan has that dope opening scene in the beginning with the great Saiyaman one and two like I, there there's so many good things in that movie who could ever say bah, whatever i'll shut up about it one of the things hate was just like the continuity of it because of the whole aspect of you know trunks getting the sword but not being the sword so it kind of almost ruins the aspect of future gohan with some sort of situations that had one of them was just the villains Harudegarn was the coolest part but the villain was overall unmemorable and it's just kind of a boring story is what one of our gut my, my buddies have said actually it's one of those movies you can only watch once because it's <clears throat> yeah right i mean yeah i'm not gonna say my movie yet but hey gb how about you what's your favorite dragon ball movie from what you have seen oh man um I don't have a lot. So I've seen only maybe three movies. Yeah. Um, if you don't count the Team Four Star editions. But um, <laughs> I've probably seen about like. Let's see. I, I actually watched um, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball with Janemba. I forget that movie. Fusion Reborn. Reborn. That's a good movie. Fusion Reborn. Um, it was a pretty cool movie. Um, I agreed with like this one YouTuber. Basically, he said that like, why is it that we only got to saw- see Gogeta for ten seconds? But it's whatever. Um, I really liked what was the other one? Oh, um, I really liked Battle of Gods. Battle of Gods, I really enjoyed. And then, of course, my my top number one of all time right now has been Dragon Ball Super Broly. See. I'm going to amend my answer to say that I'm fully aware that Dragon Ball Super Broly is the best Dragon Ball uh, Dragon Ball movie ever made. Like in terms of the story, in terms of the production, in terms of like financial box office success. It's not even a, a question of opinion. Dragon Ball Super Broly is the best Dragon Ball movie. However, my favorite, Wrath of the Dragon. Wouldn't if I, I'm not trying to, I don't like to be argumentative, but wouldn't Battle of Gods technically be the best because it revitalized the Dragon Ball franchise. It's my favorite ba- uh, Dragon Ball movie is Battle of Gods with Cooler's Revenge as number two. I got a Cooler's Revenge poster on my wall that we. I know we're not doing video for this, but um, Cooler's Revenge is my second favorite one actually. Uh, but no, Battle of Gods is an objectively good Dragon Ball movie. And it, I mean, 2013, I think, is the year that happened. Like the hype around the fandom at that point in time after not having anything new for so long, like just like taking that into consideration, like what it did for the fandom at that time with the announcement of the movie, never mind actually watching the movie. It meant a lot to a lot of people. 
it was cool to have some community around Dragon Ball again. Yeah. And, and that, then the movie itself was also pretty fucking cool. Like my dad, we had a thing a while back where my parents had to watch any movies I would recommend and I'd have to watch anything they recommend. They'd maybe watch like Gone with the Wind and like all the Godfathers, like all those as many hours gone of my life. Gone with the Wind, like that's kind of torturous, I feel. But the Godfather movies, I mean, did you have to watch Godfather 3? They made me watch all the Godfathers, like all of them. I mean, Godfather 1 and 2 are some of the best movies ever made. Godfather 3, I've never watched it. I've seen bits and pieces of it, and it seems like not a very Godfather movie. But uh, I'm glad your parents are making you be cultured, man. you got to appreciate these older films. I, I watch a lot. Of, like One of my favorite ones was Rain Man. That's one of my favorite older movies, and Sling Blade are some, some of my favorites. Wait. Oh, Hell never yeah. mind. I was, thinking Rain, I was thinking of Rain on Me with Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rain on Me, Rain Man, same shit. Listeners, rain on me was ever, a good movie too. Rain you over have me. Not watch that movie. Rain on me. Really good serious role. Adam Sandler. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'll check it. I'll put it in my little scribble noteboard here on my left. <laughs> but I had my parents watch Battle of Gods, and neither one of them had ever seen anime. That's why I was telling them once, Dad, anime is cool. No, it's not. There's nothing cool about any sort of anime. The animation is weird. They don't even move their lips like they're talking. They just move them up and down. Dad. You're my, watching this movie. And he and my mom both... My dad is the same. And my, both my parents watched it. My mom, who still doesn't watch animated stuff, even said, you know what, it is kind of cool. And my dad's like, you know what? The animation, I still don't like the talking. That was a damn cool movie. For context, uh, how old are your parents, roughly? Right now, my... This was... 2015, so they would have been... My dad is, I think, 42. In 2015, he was 42? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I'm just trying to get, like, an idea of when they would have grown up and, like, what could have, uh, what kind of cartoons or television they would have been into given uh, that time period. My mom grew up a little, my mom is mid-50s. She grew up with a little house on the prairie in the Waltons. My dad grew up with Transformers, G.I. Joe, Fraggle Rock, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's like an gotcha. 80s baby. Yeah. I grew up in the 80s. That's cool. Well, yeah. I'm glad that you were able to trick them into watching that crazy, uh, you know, Japanese animation, Japanimation. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't a trick. It was our deal. But I had to, I had to watch Gone with the Wind to make up for that one, that two-hour movie. I had to watch a four-hour movie about a girl. Set the first, um, Yon, not it was Yandere. What are they called? Sundares, I think, is where they're like, I'm not in Sundere. love. Yeah, like, I'm not in love, but secretly I am in love kind of thing. Huh. Isn't that I mean, what Battle is? of Gods is probably, like, I'll guess Battle of Gods is 90 minutes tops. Like, your parents got off fucking light, in my opinion. Did they have to watch Gone with the Wind when you watched it? I'll bet you they didn't. They did. My mom was the one oh who suggested God. it. My mom was the one who suggested it. Oh, I love Gone with the Wind. Come watch it, Hayden. Dad, Robert, that's the name of my dad. Come watch it too. He's like, why do I have to? It's part of our family deal. I tried to make it. I did this as I, I wanted our family to have more bonding time because all of us, I'd be in my room playing PlayStation, mom be watching the Waltons, and dad would be outside playing like um, Mario Brothers or something like that. And I wanted us to have a little more bonding. So I thought this movie at Shebang would have worked. And it did work for about a year. Good but, for you, dude. That's fucking nice. And then. My dad, after that Gone with the Wind, was like, I, I don't know how long I can do this. I don't know how long I can be forced to watch these kind of movies. Dude, you guys gotta pick cooler movies. Watch, like, the fucking Terminator. The first two Terminator movies. That's a good 
family bonding experience, bring it back, man. Bring back family movie night. Make family movie night awesome again. I want uh, the problem is now it's just we don't. My dad is now goddamn addicted to Hallmark movies, and it pisses me off. Oh, dude, you ain't never going to rescue him from that fucking brain rot. One of my good friends oh. is addicted to that shit. She got a fucking subscription of the Hallmark app between the months of like October and January just because she loves Hallmark movie Christmas shit. Oh, my God, it's awful. My mom was watching Cowboys versus Aliens one time, and my dad came in griping like, why are we watching this? Why can't we watch in Hallmark? And he apparently turned it to Hallmark, and my mom left to go continue watching Cowboys versus Aliens, so. Movie night's not going to ever be the same with Hallmark around now. <laughs> oh my god, man. Like, Christmas time, though, I bet you he'll be feeling some type of way watching these movies about, like, the small-town girl who came up in the small town and then the popular guy who, like, made it big and moved away to Los Angeles comes back to town and they got to, like, reconnect when they, like, meet at a radio station and then he has to, like, teach her the meaning of Christmas because she's worked so hard to ascend to where she lives in her career, you know? And she, like, lost the spirit or whatever. Your dad will love that shit, and maybe he'll get you some really great Christmas toys. Let me let me tell you this. My dad is very mathematical with stuff. 54 minutes. He found this out. At 54 minutes, um, the characters in the, the Love Hallmark movies realize or are about to have their first kiss, and it's interrupted at 54 minutes in every single one. He found this out because of how many he watched. Dude, your dad's wow. got like a formula brain thing going on and he just enjoys like he enjoys like the the um i don't know like the copy and paste formula to make these shitty hallmark movies kind of like how all reality television shows are kind of like the same like there's certain beats and formula that they're going to have throughout all of them and you can kind of like predict what's going to happen next you know some people do that with reality television your dad does it with the hallmark channel yeah, he's like, he's very mathematical. Like honestly, math wise, I think he's one of the smartest people I've ever met in math. Math wise, so he can literally do like uh, like fifteen step equations in his head in like the span of like twenty seconds and get the answer right, and it ticks people off. Wow. Nope. No, thank you. All right, we actually went a little bit off a of Dragon Ball. We were asking the movies went Battle of Gods and somehow turned into Hallmark. Don't no, watch Hallmark, you know people. It's important to know that you can enjoy both things, Hallmark movies and the Battle of Gods. I, I'd never watch. I don't watch Hallmark. I, I I cannot do the copy and paste because I'm like, I will see the first two characters in the movie. Oh, they're going to love each other or they're not. That's it. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the same for like all characters in a movie, though? Either they're going to love each other or they're not. Conflict and or romance ensues. That's basically every movie ever written. Yeah, but they have but they have coolness that happens in between. Like take Marvel, take Marvel movies. They love each other. They don't love each other. Iron Man, the whole Iron Man franchise is just him falling in love with Pepper, and there's coolness in between. Falling in love with Pepper and out of love with booze. Robert Downey Jr. A redemption story coming to you live on Hallmark. <laughs> no, no, star, no, it's not even starring Robert Downey Jr. Who would be starring? Um. Uh, the guy who was DJ Tanner's boyfriend on Full House, who did the voice of uh, shit, he was a voice of a cartoon that I can't think of what it was. You guys know what I'm talking about? Rami Malik. Steve on Full Horse. It'll be Rami Malik is playing Robert Downey Jr. in The Downs. <laughs> oh my god, dude, Rami Malik, I feel wouldn't do that, but. I don't 
know. You never know. That's the funny thing. It's just it's stupid. Nah, he's an accomplished actor. We're calling up Steve, the quarterback from Full House, who dated Bob Saget's daughter, DJ. Can't think of his real actor name. I can't either. I can't think of who he voiced in a cartoon. God damn it. Whatever. That guy's my pick. We're going to find on. All right. Yeah, back for my next question before we go back into it. I'm going to start for this next little thing. I'm going to split apart since you guys aren't. One of you is Doken. One of you is not. And I'm not going to be asking, you know. I'm going to try and keep similar questions from time to time. But for the most part, I'm going to have a little diverse. So I ask Kyle. GB, you're next, my friend. Since you play Doken and have for quite a while, it seems, what would you say is your favorite unit in the game? Oh, that is a really good question. <clears throat> now, if we're talking, um, I kind of put them into different categories, I guess. If we're talking about, um, like, super attacks, uh, most of them will have to be a Goku unit. It's either a Goku or some type of Patara fusion or, um, or just regular fusion in general. I think my favorite one has to be the STR, uh, the strength unit, um, Goku and Vegeta, who put together Patara and become Vegito yep. and Super Vegito. Really, I like um, that one. Is one of my favorites just because the Boo arc I think is my favorite arc of all time. I don't know why it just is. Um, but when we're going super, no, oh wait, if we're going to like regular character units. Um, the definitely be AGL UI or uh the intellect vegeto or vegeta sorry because i love their active skills so much like they're both really pinnacle moments in dragon ball super where it's like everyone was really hyped about it when they're watching they're like oh shit they're doing the things and like when goku comes out with that roar and then that punch it's beautiful and especially when you get that windscreen from that yeah it's so so worth it I sadly have never gotten the windscreen from Vegeta's um, Vegeta's super ability or special ability, whatever you may want to call it. After skill, there we go. But um, also, it's just really cool because like the they had like revive mechanics, and I think those are like the first units in the game and in global that is that has the revive mechanic, and I love it. Like for UI Go Goku's super easy, super relaxed, like. You just got to get hit two times and then you get down to certain health and die. If you die on that turn, you're saved. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not how to say. I saw the revive. I took, when I beat Hellas, I actually beat her with uh, Vegeta's AoE thing. It was really kind of cool. I just, yeah. I just, as it comes down to it, as time's gone on, I don't like the Goku for his revive because he has 70% dodge chance. On top of that, so it's a lot harder to activate than the Vegeta, who just gets hit seven times. But I can agree. There's some really awesome units. I like the I like the art of both of them. Just the base art, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Oh I, yeah, I agree. Like, and I think for Dokkan too, we're gonna just see it get so much better. Without a doubt, like the brand new, uh, like uh, Kyle actually pulled the brand new Goku the other day, the Super Saiyan Goku. Whenever we got him back in, oh, you hell yeah, bastard. suck it, Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Oh my god, that was just 
fucking funny. That's hilarious. I mean that in good fun. Uh huh. Sure. You what do. did I get? I got a Goku. I, what? Are, I have my box in front of me. I don't know which one are you talking about. It's that intelligent it's, uh, Super Saiyan Goku from Planet Namek. Intelligence. It's from the battle um, where Goku obviously turns her uh, Super Saiyan for the yeah. first time and fights Frieza. All his face is dirty, his shirt's ripped. That's uh, actually a very nice picture of him. Yeah, okay, you know, yeah, I, I forget. he. If I start saying these kind of things, it, may, it might not be the most, because if I start saying int, as Super Attack Effect does this, yeah, when he fought Frieza, <laughs> Super Saiyan, no, first time. I know, I know what int means. Oh, really, what does it mean? It means purple, motherfucker, I know my colors. It means intellect. Oh, it, yeah. I thought of it intelligence. Or, sorry, actually. intelligence. Not to, sorry. Not to nitpick, but yeah, I know the colors. So back up, bud. Oh, Sadie's going to be like, I know what it means. It means I know that. It means I'm into telling you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know the colors. I, okay. God, I even know what colors are strong against the other colors. Good job. It's not like it constantly reminds you when you're in battle already. <laughs> Dude. I'm just saying I haven't really played this game in like three years or whatever. Two years. And I think it's funny that I remember certain things about it. But now I don't think it's funny anymore. I just think you're rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying. I, did, I was meaning it just because I know you haven't played. But actually, back to you. We got you back into Doken. I say we got you back in. We got you to re-download Doken. How's that been going? Have you played anymore? Or did you just go do the summons? It's like, nah. I'm done with you. So, yeah, we we linked up the other night in the Discord, and I did. I re-downloaded it. Got a few summons in. I guess I pissed off some people. I'm sorry about that. Not really. But, yeah, I uh, opened it again just now while I was talking to you. So, I don't know. Like... I kind of want to play a little bit, but like the stuff that I don't know, like I feel like I'm ill-equipped to take on any of the new content that the game's put out in the last few years since I've been gone. And I still feel like the old content that I'll have to go through to like build up the characters that I need to be able to compete in certain events or whatever, that'll probably just get me bored to tears sooner rather than later again. So I don't know. I do know that I have a bunch of dragon stones and that I want to do some summons, but uh, which, which banner do you think I should pull from? Um. Actually, you have the Goku. Theoretically, I could say go to the uh, Vegeta one, but if you want to wait till the end, we like to. I like to end our videos, our videos, our um episodes with summons. So, GB, do you happen to when we come to the end of a GB? Do you have five stones? Ooh. Um, I have more than five stones. I have uh, 108 total. Well, I have four, and I'm about to buy four more, three more. I can I have, have seven. 206, 288. Alright, so yeah, when we come to the end of this, we can all do our summons. You guys can do multis or singles, whatever you do. But then when it comes down, it's come to the end of it. We're not, we're not at the end of it. Don't worry. We're not at the end, everybody. We've still got a little more of yelling at each other. Yeah, I'm going to keep yelling, I swear. All right. Yelling into to... the endless void. Yeah. We need no a can hear when you're screaming in digital. We need GB's mother to come in and say, Turn that volume down! Stop screaming! <laughs> <laughs> the fuck and... is that kid screaming on your computer for? Tell him to shut his mouth. <laughs> The I'm a grown man. She's this sweet Caribbean lady that you would <laughs> never think would ever do that. And then when you just hear it, you're like, that is hilarious. Comedy gold. I know people like that. Yeah. I had to house it for my pastor about a month ago. And when his wa and whenever they came back from vacation, 
Yeah, they have three kids. Uh, seven, no, eight, six, and four. They came in, and I've met this lady. She's a very nice lady. I've never seen her get on to anybody. But whenever she got on to her kids, it was like the wrath of God struck her and went into them. It, I was sitting there, just, oh, oh my man. God, that's horrifying but i left and uh, when she left the room with uh the pastor he and i just started laughing it's like i've you know that doesn't happen that often i'm sorry you had to see that that's the funniest <laughs> thing i've seen all week your kids look like god like they just had their hearts ripped out of them and just replaced with fear Jesus Christ, I'm sure those kids will grow up to be happy, healthy people. They're for, yes, they're, they will. There's some very happy, honestly. I was over there the other night. I gave them the Kingdom Hearts series. They're, the, the kids are starting to play through it, and I was like, yes, Kingdom Hearts is going to slowly take over the world. And they're just very happy ones, all playing Kingdom Hearts. Cool, man. Maybe they'll start a Kingdom Hearts podcast in 20 years and have you to thank for it, and you'll be part of their origin story. <laughs> this one, man, he was just over at a house from time to time. We don't know why. And then, and then Hayden came to house it and accidentally left his copy of Kingdom Hearts 2 in my PlayStation. <laughs> Alright, so I started off... It'll be another... So we're going to start off with another um, Kyle question. So, Kyle, you ready for another question? I'm always ready for questions. Alright, since you said you're going through the entirety of Dragon Ball, like at least movie-wise, and I'm probably seeing, you've probably gone through the entirety of um, the series 2, Dragon Ball through Super... Uh, no, that would be uh, such a fucking stupid task. Uh, we've done, uh, we, the idea was to follow Dragon Ball Super when it was on television. When we started, we found a little audience. We decided to keep it going. We got really into it and then we had no more episodes. So since then, it's been like a smorgasbord of different stuff. We, we did keep it Dragon Ball Super specific for a bit, but we've done like certain DBZ episodes in the past or like certain arcs in the past. Uh, we did do a number of the original Dragon Ball, like the first, I want to say like 20-ish episodes for our Patreon, like an exclusive podcast uh, as like an extra thing there. But uh, no, we have not covered every episode on the podcast because how many? I was meaning more like, do you know, like if I asked you like a thing, could you say, I was going to ask you what your favorite, so like your three favorite sagas through the entirety of Dragon Ball. Oh, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I've seen it all. If that's, yeah. Yeah. So I've seen all of Dragon Ball. Yes. Um, I'm a big fan of the 21st Budokai, which is the one where Goku fights Jackie Chun and like all of those cool little characters uh, in the middle of that. Um, Namu is one of my favorite like minor characters from that early arc. Uh, kind of an unconventional pick, probably, but. Uh, that's one of them I'm trying to think another two it's tough for me to i mean because i love like the cell arc in its entirety but when i say that i mean like i love the androids part of it as well like and that's i think i would say that i like the androids arc um and that's like from trunks coming back to give them the warning all the way up through 16 17 18 driving around in the van like robbing dudes for cash and clothes like yeah. i love that little stretch of dragon ball and then a third one i don't know man i i was on another podcast a few weeks back and i, I had a similar question but it was specific to dragon ball super and i realized that the tournament of power arc is in fact my uh 
my favorite Dragon Ball Super arc, but I don't know if that's like top three throughout the whole series. Um, I guess Vegeta. Like you can't go wrong with the early stay in arc Vegeta. Those are probably my three favorite ones. 21st, Budokai, Vegeta, Android Saga. There we go. Okay. That's uh honestly every time I've heard somebody say something, they're always I don't I'm not gonna say fake fans, but the more the generic of just Dragon Ball Z. Like uh, I've never heard anybody give a Dragon Ball as like one of the any saga in Dragon Ball being one of their favorites. It's always here's the three favorite my three favorite sagas. Frieza? Yeah. Saiyan and Cell, yeah. in that exact order, every single time. I mean, Dragon Ball is, in my opinion, the best of the series, but it's also because I, it's it's a way funnier, it's a way funnier show, way funnier comic series, however you want to uh, ingest it. It's funny regardless. Uh, but once they get to Dragon Ball Z and they ramp up like the power levels and the sci-fi aspect, the comedic quality of Dragon Ball starts to kind of go away. And they go through like some real heavy shit with Frieza and the androids and Cell. And then the comedy starts to trickle back in when you get to around the Majin Buu saga. Dragon Ball Super's done a really good job of keeping its comedy consistent throughout. But that first Dragon Ball series is so fucking funny. And yeah, <laughs> in a lot of ways, like I think, especially that first Dragon Ball arc, the quest for the Dragon Balls, because it was written as like Toriyama had no intention to continue after that. He just thought he was going to go make another series after this quick little run thing. And it got very popular or whatever. He, you know, kind of wrote that as like its own story. And then from there, it's like, all right, now we're a martial arts manga. And he still managed to come in and tell some interesting stories within and set like the precedent for all of the shonens that would follow in his footsteps. But I don't know, man, if you, if you are somebody who listens to this show, you listen to Dokkan when, and you don't watch the OG Dragon Ball series, you're doing yourself a disservice. You should definitely check it out. It's the funniest of them all. Best one. I like. I can remember a lot of, like, one of the, granted, I think Dale and I once actually talked about it. We're surprised that drag, in today's culture, Dragon Ball hasn't been canceled. I just got canceled in Argentina. I had some Mexican Nazis oh, that me about it on Twitter. I remember reading about that, and I was like, there's no way, because we have a joke in here, and, um, and I'll say I'll sell this to GB as Doken talk. He'll actually know it. GB, we predict the future when it comes down to Doken. Like we predicted the the Master Roshi LR with the revive mechanic. We predicted the revive mechanic in the game. Right. Like we in our second episode, we actually predicted it, the entirety of it, and we actually predicted, I guess, this of um Dragon Ball being canceled because it's like the it's truly in today's thing. It's very um unflattering i guess is the right way because it has nudity it has very pervy old man which everything seems to have but we're just we were amazed and what i didn't think it was ever going to happen because it's so beloved through the world it's one of those things like it's wrong yeah we know it's wrong but it's great so fuck you we're keeping it yeah, yeah. um in terms of like predicting stuff it's funny because when the Argentinian government, basically they get to that episode where they're training for the tournament of power. Master Roshi is training and he asks Puar to take on the shape of like a hot young chick. So that way he can like take her behind the shed and, uh, you know, not force himself upon her. And uh, that's like his training for the day. So that's a pretty fucked up training. Yeah. And oh, I yeah, remember, that was hilarious. It was. I remember when that aired, I was like, dude, this is fucked up. Like, this would never fly on a TV show in America. And when the Argentinian thing came out, I like went back and found the episode that I did it on. I mentioned it very quickly to, um, fuck, who was it? 
uh, SS Goshen Four, the toy collector, because she did a guest spot and we watched that episode together. Um, and I went back and I found the sound and I was just like, well, is this predicting the future or am I just like common sense? But whatever. I just like retweeted the story on Twitter and was like, hey, guys, remember that time I said that? That was wild, huh? A whole country of Argentina agrees with me. And then all of a sudden, all of these right wing Nazi guys from Mexico, like their their Twitter accounts were in Spanish. They just started tweeting all this mean, hateful shit at me and my friend because I don't know. We too thought that Dragon Ball can be problematic at times, and they don't like the Argentinian government censoring their anime. I guess I I don't really know, but um, didn't think it was that big of a deal. But uh, my Twitter feed said otherwise for a couple days. I mean, didn't it like they be- like? I mean, honestly, if it was a censorship thing, I it wouldn't be a problem. I think when it, but the fact that it was in- taken out entire, at least that's what I remember reading. I could be wrong on this, but I thought it was literally. No Dragon Ball in Argentina in any way, shape, or form because of that. Or it could have just been super. I know it had, I remember something with it. And that's, I think, why a lot of people were upset with it, is they didn't censor it like they did with Mr. Popo in the um, uh, Funimation dub of Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah, the, the kids, when they made them blue, you mean? Yep. Yeah, the I forget exactly. It's like a Nicktoon version of it or something. It was stupid, but it was the Dragon Ball Z Kai, I think. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, the Argentinian government, I think, said we're taking it off the air and we're going to like reassess what we're going to do for the future of the series, if we're going to release it here or not. I it was the last I knew, and that is around episode 89, I want to say. So there's still another 40 episodes. If it's if it's airing for the first time in Argentina right now and they've been waiting for it to get dubbed in their language or have been waiting for it to air on television in their country and there's still 40 episodes left for them to watch and uh they're not going to be able to do it. I can see why they'd be pissed, I guess, but yeah. Also, Master Roshi trying not to rape a cat transformed into a woman is pretty fucked up and I wish uh I mean, I want to say Toriyama, Toriyama didn't make that decision. It was the it was Toei who made that <laughs> weird effed up decision to have him do that. I don't know. Um problematic Argentina, I guess you're problematic too. I don't know. You can, uh, you can have two different opinions and not agree with we, something. I don't know. I, I've lost it. Yeah, we had admitted that he was uh, Roshi and it was a bit of a problematic character in all entirety of it. And we just were amazed that nothing had happened yet, but we didn't think anything. We didn't think anything would. But back to GB, because I, f- I feel really bad. We're just, I feel like we're leaving GB out. GB, I really am sorry if we're leaving you out of no, stuff. No, it's good. Honestly, I like hearing this stuff because, uh, it, it, of course, it opens up the mind and it, it really does like. I, I mean, I will agree with Kyle. Like, it really does introduce sort of that problem. But also, I feel like that's just such a regular anime trope with things. Like, I mean, going back to the days of Inuyasha, like, you literally had a monk who would grope women and say, have my child. Yep. I remember him. What's his... Oh, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? I, I don't even remember his name. Mm. That's the funny part. Okay, I'm gonna... All right. I'm gonna Google this while I ask you uh, your question. Oh, hey! Kyle, Bardic is yeah. in my my top thing in my Google thing. Yeah, man, you got to stop with those weird porn searches. What did I tell you? Hey, I don't do it. Dale looked it up once in one of our episodes. <laughs> but um, damn, Dale. Yeah, you need a, one of our thing. I think it's our talking about year six. But anyway, GB, since you've played it and you said favorite is um R two LRs, 
what unit would you say deserves an LR? Like, what character from the Dragon Ball series? Oh, man. Um, so I actually thought about this uh, when you first talked to me about, like, the questions. And so um, I really was thinking... Uh, so there's it's between a couple characters. But um, one of them is my favorite character, but already has LR. Um, there's another one that I think they could revamp the LR and make him a lot better. Um, and that, so basically I'll give like my top five. <laughs> okay. Um, number five being LR Goku Black. Uh, yes, we do have one and we do have a, uh, an, uh, int transforming Goku Black, <sighs> but I feel like they should definitely make that into an LR. And maybe, maybe possibly, or actually, sorry, LR merged Zamasu. Okay. I feel like that needs to be an LR. Or if they can upgrade the tech one so that he has an active skill, which then he turns into Fuse Zamasu, I feel like that'd be perfect. Um, number four would definitely have to be. Um, man, uh, I think another one that would be really good would be another i'd probably say a, a lr super broly because we don't have one yet and it, i know that like a lot of people are speculating like oh we may get one very soon but i don't think we're gonna get one soon enough maybe in the maybe in the next year but i feel like that's something we really need because um last year's hype which was what units released last year Oh. Um, oh, the LR f f uh, Vegito and LR Gogeta. Right? Uh, uh, yeah. I think that was it. Which, but, um, oh, God. It's so hard to remember. But when, we got, when we got that next banner and it had LR Goku Black and then LR like Broly Chilai and whatever that other guy's name is. Oh, yeah. I okay, really... I do know what you mean. I'm, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Okay. The no, year... it's all good. Yeah, the year five, we got the Gogeta blue and the Vegito blue. Okay. Yeah, I was really upset because I was just like, I mean, the, the super attack was really cool, but I really wanted in just an LR Super Broly, and I was kind of pissed off that we didn't get that, you know? Yeah, I can I felt like that was something that we really did deserve and needed, but... Um, anyways, number three would definitely have to be, it's kind of one that I think is very forgotten, but I would love to see an LR Goku blue turning into Kaioken. Yes. And that his active ability is the Kaioken. Like that would be so much better. Um, number two would definitely have to be. I, I'm gonna be honest. I would love to see another LR Gohan, but I want it to be um, Super Gohan, where he's an adult and he awakens his trans. Uh, he awakens himself again and he becomes strong. And I would love it to be just that, like the attacks be from the fight scene of Goku versus Gohan, like when they have that little training session. That would be that would be super dope. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> number one. Of course, and I feel like this is something that the community has been saying. I want an LR hit so badly. He is such a cool character, and the fact that like Dragon Ball hasn't Dragon Ball Dokkan hasn't given him like his flowers when it's due. It's like it's kind of upsetting. Like 
Um, I play another mobile game, Legends. That's a different story, but they just released uh, within like the past couple months, like a uh, a hit and a Goku. Uh, and the Goku had a revive mechanic, and the hit was just a regular hit, but he's a super cool um, defensive type of unit, and I really love him. But I feel like we need an OR hit, and I don't want a free-to-play one because I don't want to have to grind 777 medals just to get him. Fair enough, honestly. An LR hit would be neat, and one of them we've actually thought of people in our Discord is actually two of them we've actually talked about. You're a Kaioken Goku, uh, Kaioken Blue Goku, and the hit, we've actually wanted a uh, Goku hit LR from whenever they fought in the Tournament of Power. Oh, yeah, definitely. That'd be a fun one to have the their little team thing, because, you know, and even if they didn't technically fight the same person, they just fought back-to-back. They could still do the cross events like on the Pan and uh, Grandpa Gohan unit and Mecha Frieza and King Cold. They could just make unit super attacks out of the wazoo because fuck them. Why not? And the um, Kaioken Blue one, I think it was actually about a week ago, we talked about giving him either a... Um, I had a thought of a, like a new addition to the Rage Mode where he goes Rage Mode, but instead of being for like six, like six attacks, he is Rage Mode but he can still link up with stuff. So he's in his normal form, rage mode up. He doesn't take damage. He does a stupid amount of damage, but he still has links to make him even better. And it only lasts for a couple turns because a cow can take the strain on the body. Oh yeah, definitely. And something cool. Um, now, of course, for most of the Dokkan one listeners, I'm pretty sure you probably listen or watch some YouTubers like rhyme style, nano, things like that. Um, there was something that nano talked about in a way back video, maybe about a year, two years ago. But he talked about how there's a unit, like he wishes there was a unit that, de- like, maybe had a transformation or something, but depleted health along the way. But he gives like a super amount of crits or anything like that. I feel like that would be perfect so that Kaioken Goku, like, before he die, before you like really low on health, he de or untransforms from Kaioken just back to blue. That'd be really interesting. That would be that'd be really cool because I like the realism of it that like lowers HP on super attack. Otherwise, it could be. I feel like lowering. Let's say if it's unless it was like seven percent HP at start of turn. Actually, that'd be that'd be okay. I like that I idea. Think funnier thing, huh? I, I like that. GB, you officially have the best idea of a new unit I've heard out of a very long time. Congrats. <laughs> Thank Ray, you. Represent. I, you know, when you when you play religiously, you kind of get thoughts. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm going to tell you this. Have you heard my uh, future Gohan rant that I've been bitching about for almost a year now? Oh, that's another unit that honestly needs an LR. A future Gohan into future Trunks unit. I've been. Yes. All right, Kyle. I know you don't play Doka, but hear me out and tell me what you would think about a unit like this. Okay. Okay. This unit changes from future Gohan Super Saiyan into base form Trunks, who then goes one turn as base form, and then the next turn transforms into Super Saiyan whenever he finds Gohan. Okay, so one turn, right? And he's base form. What happens if he uh, gets knocked out? Uh, in that one turn before he transforms, does he like just transform anyway? Like- uh, it's not. Here's the way I have him built: is a um. Very Gohan himself is going to support the team. Like he's going to probably be like three categories. He's going to support all those categories. So hybrid Saiyans, uh, Bond of Master and Disciple, and let's say 
because I technically think he should be a sibling's bond, because him and Trunks have a brotherly bond. I think it should be like that. It goes to the yeah. Trunks. In his base form, he has a guaranteed dodge for that one turn, but he cannot damage at all. And then, okay. he, and then he goes into Super Saiyan Trunks, who is basically just, fuck you, damage. Hell yeah. I could get behind that. I mean, Future Trunks special is uh, one of the um, most emotionally resonant moments in the entire, I don't want to say series, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and Future Gohan's my absolute favorite Dragon Ball character. Gohan, Bardock, and then um, eh, everybody else suck. Sucks. Man, you must love this most recent manga chapter with Bardock coming oh, around. Oh, without a doubt. And you know what? I think that'd be a... We're hitting an hour, and I think it's a good... I mean, I've asked you guys some pretty good questions, and I think we can segue to a little bit of what you guys do so they can get a little feel of Dragon Ball Super Dope on the Dokken Win side. <laughs> Who wants to start? GB, you like the chapter. You want to go? Sure, why not? Um, personally... I loved I loved it. Uh, I I liked it because it did. Now, of course, I know Kyle, your opinion is very different from mine. But in this aspect, I can res- I definitely respect your opinion on that. Like I agree, it's kind of a like a thing. It's like, oh yeah, hey, remember this guy who it's not really like responsible or not re- responsible, but I guess more like not really relative to the series anymore. Yeah, we're gonna just mention his name. Now, granted, yes, I can see that. But I personally like it because it's going to give us a little something else in regard to Bardock's character, in a sense. And I I love that. I just love character building. Like, when they showed those little things where maybe it's like the character did go a little out of its way or her way and made, a like, a difference. I like that. I personally do like those things. That is um, a very charitable way to put it because you and I both know perfectly well that they're not going to do a whole lot with Bardock, I don't think. They, uh, before we pressed record, Hayden and I were t- we were waiting for GB to show and talking about um, this last chapter and Bardock coming up and why it kind of pissed me off. Um, and the one of the reasons, I've got a couple of reasons, but the first reason I cited to him was it does feel like kind of a, a fan servicey moment, and uh, you could equate it to something or at least you know we'll see how this goes if i end up being wrong so be it but i feel like it's just gonna be a way to um let goku know about his dad and have the idea that he saved granola and his mom be like a precursor to what he goes back to planet vegeta and then does by trying to start an uprising against frieza and saving goku like i imagine that's how this is going to tie together i don't think bardock's coming back from the dead or like he's out there training somewhere uh, but I equated it to that moment in the Zamasu arc where they get desperate. They use the Patara earrings. Vegito blue happens. And even though it's um, like two episodes, it's an awesome fight, like some seriously sick animation in those episodes. Like I think it's like 67, 68, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Awesome episodes. But if you think about it, Vegito blue doesn't ultimately have an impact on the the outcome of that arc like they could have skipped over vegeto blue and it wouldn't have impacted the arc at all like it doesn't really have much consequence and i feel like that that too was just another fan servicey moment that ultimately was a precursor to them not being able to land an arc successfully the end of the zamasu black arc 
the way it builds up is beautiful. It's so much potential there. And then they just shit the bed at the end and literally have to press an erase button. I hope that this Bardock mention isn't like uh, a precursor to a shitty end to this Renola the Survivor arc, because I feel like it might be. Um, so, yeah. Also, my other big beef with it is Bardock consistently being retconned to be like, a nicer, softer, gentler Saiyan or whatever. Like, I get, like, the want to be able to do that. Like, Bardock's a very popular character. But what always made me love Bardock and in turn love Goku even more when I was a kid was the fact that Goku and Bardock were so different. And it's because Goku smashed his head when he was a kid. Like, the destructive tendencies and bad man nature of the Saiyans, um, you know, was evidenced through Bardock and Goku was going to be that. And then he wasn't. So the dichotomy between those two, like you're not like directly affected by your DNA or your lineage, your lineage or whatever. Like you can be a good person, despite like where you come from a destructive planet of fucking Saiyans that professionally exterminate planets. You don't have to be that, you know? And every time they go and bring Bardock back and they're like, actually he's actually kind of a good guy. And uh, you know, like, he saved people. He was a hero too. Like it just, I don't know. Like it does, uh, it improves the character of Bardock a little bit, I guess, but at the expense of your main character for the entirety of the series, pretty much in Son Goku, like it, I feel like it makes him a little bit less special every time they say that, you know, he wasn't the offspring of these cold, ruthless asshole Saiyans. He, in fact, was, uh, his dad was actually a pretty chill dude. Don't like it. Fuck this chapter. Bunch of filler. Way to waste a month. Oh. Yeah. GB, you got anything to say back to me about that one? <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely think that's a fair um argument, honestly. But I the way I think about it, I don't think about it in a sense like probably the way you do, because I mean you grew up on Dragon Ball. You literally have been loving it ever since pretty much the beginning of regular Dragon Ball. Yes, sir. Like, you have loved it since that point, and I think that's great, honestly. And that's why I think having a podcast is always great because you get different people's opinions. Personally, though, my opinion, um, just like an asshole, everyone has one. Um, basically, it's just that, like, I like the fact that, you know, that Saiyans are tended to be rough and like, you know, they're like, yeah, like if you're a softy, you're, you're pretty much low class. You're like you're trash. Like everyone trashes on you all the time. and Personally, what I, I think I like about Bardock is that he is maybe he is a low class warrior. He definitely is. But the fact that he's like, you know what, maybe if I can change at least one thing, then I feel like maybe I did something with my life instead of being like just a trash tier character. It's like, you know, the underdog where you think, oh, this person is never really going to do anything in like whatever sport or whatever they're doing. And then all of a sudden they rise up to the top and now they're like, what, CEO of a business or something. Not yeah, saying that Bardock's right. going to be like that, you know, but. I mean, he does have that underdog, uh, excuse me. He does have that underdog MO for sure. And in, in like his first and only story up until they, you know, did that extra TV special where you get sent back in time and he's the original Super Saiyan. And, you know, however you want to talk about a Super Saiyan transformation, whether it's like a pure heart of rage or bad or whatever. He, I, I, that's not a canon thing that we're talking about. I guess I should throw that out there as well. Kind of of no consequence, really. But 
it's another instance of them going back and like trying to make him something that he isn't a good guy or like you just said it gb you hit on it um him being the underdog like a low-class warrior who's not supposed to be able to win anything like by <laughs> i want to see how this flashback goes in the next chapter like i want to see what Manito says to them to be like yeah bardock uh he fucking squared up against like four other apes kicked their asses and saved us or maybe he like smuggles them to safety when the other big giant apes aren't looking at them like i want to see how they write bardock and how he gets out of this situation to be able to save them and is it because he is some kind of mythical powerful warrior because if it is again in my opinion that undercuts goku that's at the expense of goku again it's like oh you're the most powerful warrior in the world because your dad was really strong. Like that's that's actually kind of what they did to Gohan, huh? Yeah. Anyway, stop doing Goku wrong. He's my boy and my only friend. Fine. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck oh, Kyle. All right. Anyway, let me let me add a little interjection because you were talking about that episode of Bardock, this legendary, the true, the original Super Saiyan and all. And all that. I don't think. Chilled, yeah. I did that really portray him as a good guy, or basically he like saves that little plant people. I don't know what they're called. I haven't watched he, it in a minute. But he he's, but he's I, a goofy ass race of people, doesn't he? He he does save them, but not he not because of um. I don't think it was nice. It's just because it was chilled leading the army, and he's basically like, you know what? Fuck. It, 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 uh, have you ever seen the movie Home? This is gonna be a very weird pull. But have you ever seen the movie Home? I have not, no. GB? No, I haven't. You should. It's that one with a little purple alien named O that's just like, oh, let me go eat these bolts. Uh, here's a, a drink dispenser in the bathroom. It even comes with a little cake. Do not eat the lemon-flavored cake or something like that. Damn. That but sounds wild. It's, it's actually quite entertaining. It's, quite, it's an adorable little movie. But um, I get a sense of thing from that is he doesn't he knows there's a right to it but no but doesn't want to do it like though he does save the people he even has a little bit of moment of i don't need to do that but at the same time god fuck it i guess i need it's you know it's frieza fuck frieza i want frieza dead yeah i feel like i have a memory of him just trying to work out his past traumatic uh, post-traumatic stress disorder from uh getting uh, yeeted by Frieza into like another yeah. time and, and he, dimension, like a thousand years in the past. Yeah, whatever. he's in a and he's in a cave, just working out and all that. And this kid is basically like, "Ha, huh, here, be my friend, be my friend, be my friend." For like, I think it was like a couple days, and then Bardock's like, "Eventually, yeah, fuck you, but fine. I'm not. You're gonna keep coming back." So, eh. because Bardock still was Shit. that battle hardened person. Like, honestly, he was still that hardened. I don't want anybody around. I'll kill you if the, at the moment's notice. But I'm not just gonna kill because, you know, I can. I, I he still even seems like I have a feeling he's gonna be my little spiel. I was going. On. It's gonna be similar to that. Like it was a mission. Bardock went out on solo to this place, and they were about to. And he got uh, healed by the uh, Namekian. In all this sense, I could be wrong in this. It's been. It's my whole. My head cannon until it happens. <laughs> but get that. he basically he's on this planet, gets almost killed, and then they get attacked by let's say the heaters or something like that. Just throw the heaters in there. 
they get attacked by something, and Bardock is basically like, you know what? Fuck you, people. But fuck you, people, even more. And takes him out. He still has the... It may be the kindness in there, just of, I guess, thanks, you guys didn't let me die, but he's not going to be like the... um. How he is with Gohan. Uh, Gohan. He hasn't met Gohan. How he is with Goku. He's like, oh, we need to save my boy. My baby boy. We need to save him. Yeah. He's going to be like a, um, you know what? You guys aren't the worst things. I'm not going to kill you. That should be the thing. I am not going to kill you. I will let you live. I'm going to kill them, and you're never going to see me again. But I will not kill you. I feel like it's going to have that battle-hardened still sense of, basically, fuck you, but fuck this guy more. I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, he's going to save the kid. Uh, they, I just, they put like a very specific uh, time frame on it as well. Like they say the one who saved us 40 years ago. And if Granola is 10 years old, 40 years ago, that's when this memory takes place or whatever. That makes baby Goku around two or three years old, just before he gets sent off to earth. So <laughs> he's going to save Granola whatever he's probably going to go back whatever does end up happening with like how he saves them i ultimately think it's just going to be a little lead in to be able to have him say and then he went back to vegeta and tried to fight frieza and sent goku to earth isn't that cool and then goku knows that piece of his history or whatever you want to say and that'll be another chapter like i'm already ready to not read uh october i'll just like wake me up in november and i'll read that chapter because that's like the next thing i know that'll be like fresh for Dragon Ball that I, you know, haven't already predetermined or hasn't already been predetermined based on what they've already given us here in the month of September. And you know what's actually a really good way to end this because I think we're getting to the point of ending is you can actually hear our thoughts on the next chapter because I'm going to be on Dragon Ball Super Dope discussing the manga with them. Yes, this is true. It's chapter 68, right? 68. I think so. Yeah, it is 68. So yeah, you can go hear and our I, thoughts. We'll figure out what's... I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. So I think the way we're publishing... I think this is, episode might be coming out a day or two before... I forget. Two or three days before the chapter review will drop on my feed, but um, there will be a link in uh, show notes or whatever it is you guys do. And... Uh, yeah, I'm excited to have you on, man, and we'll see how this Bardock shit plays out. Hopefully, I don't have a big old meltdown uh, in front of you and GB next month or whenever we record that, like I did this most recent episode for Chapter 67. So yeah, stay tuned, people out there. On the night this this episode should I think is the 19th is what I have the scheduling, and so this is going to come out like a day or two, like he was saying after before his thing. So. Go check out Dragon Ball Super Dope. Is it all Spotify? Is it also on YouTube or is it just Spotify? Or where do you guys have all yeah, your stuff? Yeah, most, most of the stuff does go to YouTube, audio only, but it is there. You could listen to it. And uh, yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, podcasts primarily for sure. All right. And, and uh, yeah, that'll be up soon and that'll be uh, very cool. I'm excited. And also, GB, thank you so much for being here, GB. Yeah, of course. I'm always happy to be on a podcast, and especially when it's about something I love very much. Token. Yo, are we summoning? I'm ready to summon, dude. Yeah, let's go do I'm some ready. summons. All right, Kyle, since you were the first one I talked to, why don't you do our first summon? You can do a multi or a single, whatever your choice. Doing a multi on this uh, top legendary summon for the new SSR Vegeta or Krillin and Gohan, parentheses, kid. All right, and... And we'll rate and see who wins come the end. So you got to take the first unit of your multi. 
first or last one. I'll say that you have to either pick the first one or the last one. Bro, I had the go. I had Gohan. No wait, who'd I have? I had the androids and Tianchan just fly up with me. Is that good or bad? If it's both seventeen and eighteen, then it's very good. If it's just one of them, it's not the best. It's two of them with Tianchan. Oh, that's good. Kamehameha. I have to like tap the screen and shit. I got my <laughs> rituals when I do summons, you know. Super Saiyan 3. Uh, that's it. Super Saiyan 3. Let's see. Imagine if you got Super Saiyan God. <laughs> Yakon. I'm still right, making that all Zamasu. That's your first one? Uh, SS... That's my second one. Then I got an SSR Android 17. Goku, King Cold, Goku, Ah, Kui, Kuririn, Dodoria. Oh, shit. I got that SSR future Gohan. Oh, wait. I'm pretty sure I already have this one. That's an old unit. Oh, the tech one? Yes. I like that tech one. He's one of my favorite units. I love him. Yeah, I definitely have him, though. Anyway, I feel like that's not a very good summon. So who's next? GB! Uh, which are we doing just the legendary summon banner? Uh, it's your it's your choice. I I did the legendary summon because I I am not going to summon the Frieza and I want the Vegeta. Gotcha. I also want the Vegeta, but I'm going to go for Super Saiyan Goku because I like his banner and plus I still don't have physical GT Goku and I really would like him. He's good. Right, That's an so... old unit too, right? Uh no, this one there's there is an old GT Goku, but this one came out a few months uh uh four or five months ago. He's a he's a newer one. Word. I have Trunks, Yamcha, and Whis flying. Ooh, Whis! Rainbow release. Goku turns Super Saiyan, and he's evolving to Super Saiyan two. And the third? Nope, not the third. Nope. Go even further beyond. Look at how long my hair could get. Cool. They got um the tech uh Gohan and Piccolo, the newest one that came out. Nice. And I got Borgos, giant ape. Which one's Borgos? He's the bald uh, one. He's the bald one, kind of like bald forehead. Oh, oh like word, word, yeah. Thinning, as uh, King Neptune from uh, SpongeBob would say. <laughs> <laughs> right, I lost this one. I got a mine was a Piccolo with Goku, and I just pulled an SR physical Vegeta, so I lost this one. Oh boy! Well, you know what that means. I gotta be on your podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, totally. But I'm doing another multi sum because just ooh, I got a rainbow. Let's go! Come on, motherfuckers! I have 268 dragon stones that I do not give one about, and hopefully it'll come out with a uh, Super Saiyan two. What the hell? While he does that, GB, what what's your uh, LR count at? I'm kind of curious. Like, I'm I just pulled um the Tech seventeen last night, and I'm really excited that I got him. Oh, nice. Um, let me see what. How many LRs do I have? I have definitely a lot. <laughs> see, I just. Oh, I also got that new uh Krillin and Goten. No, not Goten. Jesus, uh, Krillin <laughs> and Gohan. A Goku kid. Yeah. <laughs> I got him last night too. I was really excited. Well, let me just put it to LRs and see how many I have. I got a tech ultimate Gohan on that next multi. That's the only thing, really. I have 41 LRs. 
Jesus Christ. Not bad. Not bad. Wait, one of our guys, Will, I think, hit. I uh, finally got 20 the other day, so. I have oh, five. Wow. One, two, three, four, five. Well, you haven't been playing for a few years, so that's, that's the thing. LRs weren't as big a thing, as easy to get, and back, back in our day as they are now. I have four tech LRs. I should be playing a tech team or some such thing. Whatever. I don't care. I'm done with this silly-ass game. But you know what? Dokkan 1 was Dokkan fun. <laughs> Thanks. Honestly, thank you guys a lot for being here. I, I have fun with these kind of things. I know this isn't a... Uh, I know this isn't more of your natural environment, as far as I know, because like, you guys do manga reviews. One of you does gaming. I gotta go check out the NPC podcast. Go check out... Yeah. Dragon Ball Super Dope NPC podcasts. And, um... Say bye, guys. Oh man, I had a blast. <laughs> Have a nice day, everybody.